thanks for tuning in for another episode of Nothing But A G Thing. We would like to thank our sponsor for today, Newsly, for this episode. First and foremost, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. If you found yourself needing an Android phone in 2022, it brings web articles to you and gives it to you in a natural speaking voice. This is the first time in history that the web is listenable, accessible for our people who are hard of reading, hard of seeing. You can browse articles. You can listen to podcasts in over 40 countries. So now's the time to stop scrolling and start listening. Our podcast is also on there. Nothing but a G thing. And because our podcast is on there, we gon' we got a deal for you. No, we got a deal for him, Deji. Most definitely do. We got a deal. So all you have to do to get the deal is download the app or you go to newsly.me and in the promo code, you put G-Thing, G-T-H-I-N-G, and you will get one month for free. So make sure you go and do that. Check out other podcasts that are good, but not as great as the G's. And let's get to the show. Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death row is the label that pays me. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Back to the lecture at hand. So let me just preposition this by saying, you know, as me and Yemi were growing up, we had a lot of guests and visitors in our in our house or our home, whatever you would like to call that distinction. Now, as we were growing up, you know, I always shared a room with my brother. You know, I remember times where I'd be on the high bunk bed, he'd be on the low bunk bed, and you know, he'd be he'd be worrying that I would pee the bed. You know, so as my brother starts to move out, you know, because I was young, you know, that's what I like to proposition. As I was younger. And my brother moved out, phased out, and I got my own mattress and my own bed. Um, I really cherish that. You know what I'm saying? The idea of having my own place to call home was that bed. Mm. But quickly did I know and find out that every time we had a guest, Mm -hmm. that bed would not be my own. Yeah. And um, in particular, there was this one guest that was my dad's friend who came in a season that I will say did not make a whole lot of sense. Um, There was no reason for this man to be here. He did not do any sightseeing. Um, If anything, all he did was eat the food that my mom cooked in the house. So I don't understand why he was actually here. Wait, does sightseeing validate being on vacation or going on a trip for you or... Well, he wasn't doing anything. If I'm going to travel almost 24 hours, 17 hours, 17 to 24 hours to America. Okay. I damn sure I'm going to make sure that I see some things because otherwise, what was the flight for? I understand that you were here to see a friend and I understand that you were taking advantage of the fact that you did not have to pay for a hotel. Now, let me preface this, right? This man stayed. I thought he was only going to stay for maybe two weeks at most, but- as the first week came mm-hmm. and, you know, his his wants started to become more, whether that's, you know, my sister or myself bringing him food, bringing yeah. him a plate to eat because, you know, that's typical in Nigerian culture, um, tending to this man's every need, whether that's fresh towels or, you know, soap needs to be changed in the bathtub or, you know, you just have to buy new soap in general. Mm-hmm. These things started to grow. 
And then after two weeks, as I saw that, oh, now his laundry is getting cleaned with our laundry. Um, well, who laundry? Not our laundry. It wasn't mixed in, but his laundry was now part of the load after two weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's how yeah. you know you've overstayed your welcome. Correct. So when, now- When you I'm, run out of clean clothes? Yes. You've overstayed your welcome. So now I'm looking at this man and I'm like, look, bro, you getting too comfortable. <laughs> and when you just get a bed and somebody's in your bed and they corns are treacherous and they all just rolling up and down your bed and they snoring loud as hell to the point where you can hear them downstairs on the couch. Mm. Yes, he did snore really bad. I had to take matters into my own hand. And what did you do? And me being the mischievous person, and again, I reiterate this. In my youth, I was very ignorant. I don't know how most people dealt with me. I even look back and say, how did I deal with me? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a progression. Of- I ask myself that all the time. How do I deal with Deji? Please. The answer? Please. Silence yourself. Because <laughs> who I was and who I am now are two completely different people. And like, yet they're still both bad. Whatever. You're just a hater. Today you hate. It's okay. You can say that. Uh, this individual forced a part of me that I didn't want to get out. Mm-hmm. Which, if you get me to this point, I'm a very catty and petty and manipulative. And um, I wouldn't say manipulative, but I'm no. a very um, I'm a get minds type of person. You know, in the movie where Medea says, "I'm a get, I'm a get got before the yeah." yeah, 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 yeah. If, if the goes and the getters get, just go, go and get, it, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go and give a Glock. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely had that mentality. I like. So that. as this bad stayed past two weeks in my bed. Mm. And I'm a fresh 10, 10, 11 year old getting into, you know, I'm starting to get into the bag of getting a little sleep routine. I'm like, I'm not going to stand for this. It didn't matter. It was the summertime. So I took this metal bar that we had that was a part of a laundry, a laundry hamper. But we broke I broke it apart just because I'm a boy. You know, boys break things and they try to figure out how things work. Is that why you broke it? Or was it just... No, it just ran its course. You ran out it, of... It ran its course. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't need it anymore, but I broke it because then I was like, this makes sense. But on this metal bar, and it wasn't really that hard. It might have been like a pound or two. It wasn't really that heavy, right? There was black balls on the both sides, right? So it was more like a handle. But I have it as a bat. And I... This is when me becoming a night owl really started to happen. I stayed up... Till I knew this man was in deep sleep. I'm talking REM sleep. REM. REM. Yeah. R-E-M. Mm-hmm. And for about a week, for the ne- for as long as he stayed, I hit him. With this- <laughs> <laughs> and I made sure I hit them ugly ass feet. <laughs> I hit them cores like no tomorrow. I said, doop. And then I run out and I would pretend like I was asleep, not making sure I was a culprit. And I kept, I kept switching. Not making it. sure you was caught. Same thing. Okay. Because I was the culprit, but I wasn't gonna get caught. Right. And I switched it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would it be? <laughs> it could have been anybody in this house. <laughs> it could have been you. It definitely. But wasn't it wasn't. Me. But they wasn't gonna pit us against each other because what Bob was on our side. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, "This motherfucker is overstated." <laughs> and it got progressively go. worse. So and I, you know, honestly, now that you say that, I think that that's where mom's tenderness comes from either her tenderness 
or her patience. Yes, patience maybe. Because mom was sick of this nigga. Oh my God. Our mom was sick of this man. But she, I don't think she ever said anything to him about it. She would say stuff to my dad. But I think at the end of the day, she didn't make a big deal about it until it became a lot. Because that was my dad's friend and he don't have a lot of friends. Yeah, but it was just more so that like. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. I I can't be cooking, cleaning for you like you're my man and you're his friend. For a time, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But after a while, you just become another person that we have to feed. And Mm -hmm. he was, I mean, I don't want to say anything negatively about him. Because what I did was childish, right? But I was a child. You were a kid. I was a child. I don't know what this man was going through that he would felt the need to stay a month in America where all he would do was eat home cooking instead of actually experiencing all there is of America, especially Chicago. He was eating Nigerian food every day. Like every day. You could you could have done that. But I just want to make you could have done that. You could have did that where you was is what you is what you was gonna say. I I was saying for you. I'm just saying that I... So you're going to go to America and eat hamburgers? Is that what you're saying? No. There's other things we have here. Chicago's a very diverse city when it comes to food. Mm. He could have got him some Korean food, some Japanese food, some Indian food, some Italian food. You could get you some um, Greek food. I mean, it's... it's, Did you say he he know the countries like he the United Nations? You know, I tried to. I dabble. But as I progress, and I, you know what was crazy is that he knew he was overstaying his welcome. But he, I, and there's that's nothing what's, you can do though. There's nothing you can do about that. Like once, the, there's no like, okay, let me go and buy my ticket tomorrow. No, the nigga came from Nigeria. You can't just pick up and go to Nigeria tomorrow after. But you can. Oh, okay. I mean, after after you've been there for because two weeks, after you definitely I, can do that. Because after I hit him with that metal bar. And then that metal hanger and then a plastic <laughs> toy. Like, you should have just got the point. It was like, dog, you do it too much. And every time I did, I was over here. I was just like, I, 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 I was asking to get my ass whooped. Yeah. You, you used to do that a lot, though, when you were younger. Of course. Yeah. Because I pushed the envelope. You did what? I pushed the envelope. Is with, that the same? Yes. I pushed, I pushed the envelope. Okay. Yes, I've seen <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's something about that don't sound right. Um, I pushed my limits. Uh, No, I tested. uh, I feel like pushing the envelope is the same. Pushing Pushing the envelope has to be the same. It is pushing the envelope. Yeah. Pushing the envelope to surpass normal limits or expect something weird as radical or risky. Right. I was doing all those things. So I was pushing. Not expected, Tim. Sorry. I was pushing that envelope because you know what? I was like, look, I would rather you catch me and get my ass beat if that means you get the fuck out of my house. If you have to leave. Get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house. You have to get out now. (laughs) And honestly, that's a beautiful transition for what we're talking about today because today's topic is home and hospitality. Yeah, most definitely is. Um, And in that essence, I, I feel like in that situation, sorry. I, I learned that, like, for me, mm-hmm. especially the, now that I'm getting older, I'm seeing how that's playing havoc. And well, not havoc, where it plays a role in my life is that the first bit of home for me is where I sleep. Okay. So Your if room. I feel comfortable in where I sleep, yeah. I automatically feel at home. Mm. And that's a problem because, you know, I'd be sleeping everywhere. You sleep literally everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's bad. I don't care if it's a car. 
or if we in the club. I, I was going to say the club. Yeah, the, I mean, I the did bar. that last Saturday. Yeah. Right? I literally, I didn't even think I was that tired, but I sat down and I fell asleep in that little booth and I was like, next thing you know, Busai said, what's up? I said, embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. I'm just, For you. This just is what it is. This just, you know what I'm saying? I sleep. Yeah. I sleep because I sleep when, what do you say? I sleep when I can't. Not when I need to. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, is that what I said? That was the thing. You I said sleep. You sleep. You I sleep. sleep when I'm tired. You yeah, sleep when you can. Exactly. And I be tired. Of course. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yesterday I went to bed at like ten o'clock. I know. Didn't get fucked. Because I asked you to my record, and you was like, eh, "I'm tired." I was in bed, sleep. Because we be we be waking up early now. Yes, we most definitely do. We do. Um, you wake up earlier than me, but you know, it's still the same thing. Absolutely. So, home and hospitality is the topic for today, uh, and and the reason why we picked this is because it's you know it's something that you know we think is important. We 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 are in the home together. We are in the house together. We grew up together. This whole show was about how we developed our relationship together. So I think it's great. I think it's important, excuse me. I think it's important that we talk about our home. Of course. And even the relationship you that have we have with the with house. The, yes, correct. Yeah. So that's, you know, all those things is what this episode is gonna entail. Do you have a place you would like to start? Or of course, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or would um, you like me to? Oh, you can. It doesn't no, I really don't. Matter. It's okay. I'm I okay. guess my my when it comes to me, and mm-hmm. I always like to think about things very um I like to think about things from like the foundation of them, like what's the principle of them, right? So we talk about, if we're talking about house or home and hospitality, that's very relevant to Nigerian culture, right? Yes. Like hospitality. One of the first things you learn as a child in Nigerian culture is hospitality, how to greet, Mm. how to, how to tend to your, tend to elders, how to, how to, basically show face in front of other people and i will add that hospitality is very important in greek life too mm-hmm. besides that we're not this no no we're not talking about but just everything oh, yeah. that you said is is very parallel to like what they teach you in greek life like oh the same like yeah the same it's it's honestly a lot of the stuff that we that we learned while we were going through the process while i was being initiated into the sorority tied back to a lot of things that had to do with my my culture my upbringing which was like pleasantly surprising but it honestly made me feel connected to the whole thing really so you're saying that greek life takes from african cultures it does in in many aspects but also black people are african um Mm -hmm. whether they call themselves foundational and all the things that's (laughs) everything that's been going on on twitter since whether you are foundational or you come from the jungle Mm -hmm. we are the same at Mm -hmm. the end of the day so our culture embeds itself in 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 many aspects like there's times where um one of my black friends will say something and i'll be like well that happened too for me yeah exactly so how <laughs> we have to be connected some way somehow of course of course but yes so you said that you know night growing up nigerian you had to be hospitable from the beginning oh yeah and it was at times it was frustrating but now i mean I look at it and it's just ways that, you know, you kind of keep the culture alive. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the way and the intentionality and the sentiment of it sometimes is taken advantage of. Right. Mm, like I tell to you. To the I, extreme. Yeah. I, I get really frustrated because, you know, I mean, I'm not really a traditionalist when it comes to Nigerian culture. No. But I definitely. There's no way you can be. Um, I definitely will never accept anybody who got to a certain age 
And because of that age, that means that you now are entitled to dictate what you feel like I need to display, which is respect, which is all these things that basically is just saying, hey, I'm in a position of authority over you. Mm -hmm. And because I've I haven't even done anything. All I've done is live life and gotten older. You have to respect me. So I hear that. And it made me think about this thing that I that I learned. You know, I've been trying to practice my Yoruba a lot more now. Um, and in the Yoruba language, there's no direct way to say you're welcome. <laughs> like, there's no direct way of just saying you're welcome. Like, thank you is. You say thanks. You Wait. say thanks. You say thanks. And, and that's how you say thank you in Yoruba. I mean, that's how I say it. <laughs> I'm like, so there's a direct way to yeah, say thank you which I, shows I respect but it huh? connect it, you know it doesn't happen right away for everybody it, it's a work of but you're welcome is there's no like direct way to say it right. you know you kind of just like so it makes me feel like you know on the receiving end of, of gratitude mm-hmm. is just like a very smug, you know, kind of thing with Nigerian people. I don't know. I, I mean, it, maybe it, that's just like a theory. It's, it's embedded in the culture, right? And that might be something that you have to like look at like ling- linguists, like yeah. people who study languages. Yeah. I'd be interested if that's something that they could like draw like a parallel to or like a like a correlation between like Nigerian culture and how we aren't very, you know. We're not humble people. Yeah, we're not humble, humble people. people. And into the way that we we show gratitude, we sh- we we um we acknowledge people's being gra- gratitude, like acknowledge. People's I mean, gratitude. we see what our parents all the time, right? They act like they know it all, but I mean, in essence, they're still figuring it out day by day, just like everybody. We're gonna have else. a. I was just thinking about how our our dad likes to claim that he knows a lot of things, but then at the end of the day, he'll tell you that he'd rather yeah. be wrong yeah. than right. And that meant be wrong. Because a lot. okay. <laughs> because what did he say? He said, I'd rather be wrong than right. Because if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm learning a lesson. If I'm right. That's not even d- Or what did he say? Well, I don't know. Because once once he gets into his stupid, um um not stupid, but just his, antiquated yeah. ways of reasoning his stupid ass logic, <laughs> I just be I tune out. I tune him My out. My favorite saying is I know nothing. Me, I know nothing now. I, 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 all these books that I'm reading, it, it tells me it's only so much. But at the end of the day, I know nothing. I, know, I'm like. So that's 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 the mentality that we grew up with in in the home. Our dad felt like his basis for parenting was based off of what he read in books. Big facts. As opposed to just. Um, learning as you do i don't think that I mean, there's, which, there's a, value in books right because there's of a lot course of, people of course there's books. values in books but the books are based off of other people's kids they're yeah. not based off of your own he was just basically doing a it was a glorified experiment for him. oh yeah he he's even told you that yeah, we were lab, experiments for yeah, him yeah, of course which i mean is kind of weird because yeah. then you feel like a lab rat because you're like so you were kind of playing with my own life no, nah, I don't feel like that at all. No, no, I'm not saying like that. I'm not saying that he ever because I I was too rebellious for it to ever be like, hey, I'm gonna do whatever I feel like. Yeah, and I made that known at a very young and age, and I'm gonna just take the consequences and the. And that's later. how it's always been for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the risk, and whatever happens, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I I will gladly do that every single time. I don't think I'll ever change, and that's just something that I have to realize that I learned in this house because one, our parents, yeah were people who were instilling those like lessons right of like hospitality Mm -hmm. and i mean 
in a lot of in a lot of life, right though, when you look at it, when it comes from the standpoint of like how you view your house or your home, it's that's kind of figure out how you you become who you are. Like when we used to play hot lava in the other room and we throw all the couches everywhere and we would be hopping around from couch to the pillows. Yeah. And I, and I would do that stupid stuff all the time. And even to the point where I, I never s- remember you playing that, but you remember me playing it. Cause how would, how would I? Oh, you used to jump from couch to couch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. We, I didn't, we just called We just used to jump. Yeah. 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 But I would have never been able to do that confidently. Right. And then get to a standpoint where I, where I told the story of when I have a big, when I had the big gulp and then oh, yeah. I died yeah. because I felt confident. You know, yeah. this house made me a very brazen person, right? A very, what's a that very word? Brazen. Mm. Very um, confident, very oh. almost reckless. Okay. You know, but in a very much self, more like self determination way. I have a question for you. Okay. Before I ask the question, I'm going to preface the question. We spent a lot of time in this house alone. Most definitely. Without the parents, without our eldest brother. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the experience that you had because you were not under your parents' supervision in the home? Oh, yeah. That's where the... Do you have a... Of course. That's where a lot of the the mischievous behaviors I have. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess the cattiness I have comes from because when it's just you and your younger sister, Mm. there's a lot of back and forth, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also... A side of me where I look at like the moments like where we would watch the grassy all day, all night, 24 hours out of yeah. the day. Or where we would just be so bored that we would start doing dumb challenges like me drinking hot dog water. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or even the when I'm not. You know what? I'll save that story for another day of when I drank something I wasn't supposed to because oh, okay. you didn't want to give up the remote. That's, so, for, that's a Patreon story. Uh, that has to be a Patreon <laughs> story because I don't even know what you're talking about. You definitely don't. But you are talking about everything but what I really wanted to get at, which is because our parents were never home. Yeah. We used to have people over all the time. Oh yeah, we were we we became we became we became the people we wanted to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh I like the reason why I feel like I I'm never in a rush to move to like the next spot or get my own place mm-hmm. is because for me, it's not really about the place, it's what I can create, right? Which is a feeling and a sense of home. Um more importantly, you're right. We used to have tons of people. People used to be in and out of this yeah. place because that's how we felt like it was our home right mm-hmm. that is where because for the most part we consider this a house it's not really like i would say in the earlier years it was a house or a home oh okay 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 you're right it was a house yes yeah it was just a space i think we made it a home yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. we would invite our friends yeah and yeah. that's how we became quote unquote like home makers or home curators or home owners in a sense because okay because of that fact like at a young age me and yemi decided that we're not necessarily getting the love that we might feel from our parents Mm -hmm. um and our brother is gone because whatever that relationship waned on Mm -hmm. both sides they kind of had to be apart but in that case let's just be around the people that we love the majority of the time at least that's how i viewed it yeah i was gonna say it that had nothing to do with me i don't know i didn't have nobody over here like that for real I was I, mostly, but i did yeah i was mostly talking about you yeah, you because you and your friends got into some reckless stuff in the of crib. course yeah. but you know i i've always liked to surround i've always liked to be the person where they're i'm the place they come you know what i'm saying mm, in my home eventually when i get it it's gonna be a place where it's about invitation and people can come through open door policy what's that word another big word indentation or 
Inventation. Oh, so just that. Uh, I said invitation. What is that? Inventation. Open door policy. Invitation. Invite. Invitation. Okay. Okay. Am Invita- I saying it? Am you I just say- you you saying it weird. I'm confused. <laughs> invitation. They're gonna you. tell us that you uh, invitation. Invite. Invi- uh, invitation. 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 <laughs> it just. I feel like you adding a syllable <laughs> no, or something. You. I'm saying the word invitation. I, invitation. In, okay. Well, I, I mean, they'll let us know because <laughs> some something about that don't sound right either way. Yeah, but you know, I think for me, that's always been a really big thing, and that's why. I mean, I love what Tinder has done with what he's. Created. Yeah, his house is very homely. Yeah, I, every time I go there, it's just a feeling of warmth. Yeah, you don't ever want to leave. Literally, I think it's the lighting for real. That's Honestly, that's what makes it feel like home. Stayed there for a long time. That's why, and it's always warm up there. Upstairs. Sometimes I just be like, "Look, I want to see Tunde, but do I want to spend four or five hours?" Because you know, know when, I got, I got when, when we go over there, we know we're gonna be there for a minute. Of course, you know, because Tunde is our older brother. If you're just tuning into the podcast Tunde for the is, first time, welcome. Tunde is everything I wanted my relationship to be with my dad. Oh, but I'm not. That's not a. It's 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 a beautiful thing. Because, Absolutely, because. Tunde understood his role in mm-hmm. my life, but mm. it took him time to get there. Yes. Right? Because yes. how do you transition from I'm your older brother, but like your pops isn't doing what he needs to. So now it's like I'm uninten- I'm unintentionally becoming your surrogate father. Right. Mm. And I and now we're grown men and yeah. now it's more of a friendship and uh, da, 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 we're we're grinding to achieve some of the, the goals that we have in place for our family. Mm-hmm. But you know, Tunde's house is like that's that's my guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What I say it ten toes down, whatever he They're needs. very hospitable over there. I mean, of they course. never really have food for me to eat when I get That's over there. You're picky. Not necessarily picky. Yeah, it's picky. just how long did it take you to like beans? A while. Okay. But I'm not picky. I just beans is only super... eat what I like to eat. That's not picky though. There's a difference. I will try anything mm-hmm. at least once. Sure. I will try anything at least once. Mm-hmm. Picky is we go out to a five star restaurant. You asking if they have chicken tenders on the menu. That's, you can go to that's, hell. That's simple. That's being a picky eater too, because you have a very selective. I will try anything once. Sure, but Man, after that one the time, number of Nigerian food, or I should not even Nigerian, uh, that's true. or Yoruba food mm-hmm. that it took you time to like. Is is this a drag me session? No, or? it's not a drag. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. You I mean like I don't for dis- years. When you were young, every time my mom made Samo, you said, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm still good off of Samo. <laughs> I'm still good. I'm still I'll good. I'll tell you. They was on Twitter talking about, if you like fish stew, you are a bastard. I said, me, I'll be bastard then because I will eat fish stew. Of course. Any time of the day. It's delicious. Rank them. Eon, Eba, and Amala. Rank them right now. Uh, I'll go Eba. What's Eba? That's what you just said. Yeah, what is it though? Because I don't think you know what it is if yes, you put I that do. at number one. Yes, it is. Okay, what is it? It's the one that is not. So Eon is more like a, I don't know how to talk about It's like a ogi consistency, but it's a little bit thicker. At least that's what I remember. It's pound of yam. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's Eon. Eba, I feel like it's made with the flour. and No. Yes, it is. Because that's the one that mom makes with the biz quick. And then Mm-mm, she's. Definitely not. Then what is that one? What's the one? Gari. Eba is Gari. Oh, yeah. I would still put that as number one. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Cause I did. I like that taste. I like that. You like the that, sour. That sour taste mm-hmm. mixed with the stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would still put that at number one. But you didn't even know what it I was. I didn't know what it was called. Okay. I just always called that whatever it was called. Okay. Um, Ebba. No, I always called it Ebba. I just didn't know it was made from Gari. And then um, Amala. Amala. Just because I feel Amala. like Amala. Amala. Mm-hmm. I'm just because I feel like, eh, there's no taste to that one. That one tastes like garbage. Anyway, so. <laughs> And we don't have to talk. That's semantics things, small yeah. things, small, small things for the for the Nigerian listeners that we yeah. have, all of our Nigerian listeners that that we love. But if you wanted to know, that's Deji's ranking. Mm-hmm. And I'd be eating all of it. You know, I don't I'm not picky when Yeah, you don't it. discriminate. I love Nigerian. Especially if you don't have to cook it. Man, that's I lo- the easiest I part love, about it. One thing I'll tell you is I'll eat Nigerian food. I'm one of them people that like when I went to college, that's what's so crazy. When I went to college, mm-hmm. I realized how much you American food we didn't eat. Yeah. Like, our, our, to be honest with you, only on Sundays, and it would be whatever dad get, whether that's donuts, yeah. portillos. Mm-hmm. That was the only time. Especially before we could actually cook for ourselves. Correct. And before we were able to, like, go out and get our own food, we Correct. would eat Nigerian food Daily. every day. It would be rice, whatever. You know. Yeah, what and saying? I used to eat a lot of rice because I didn't eat none of the swallows. That's what I was trying to tell you. That's why yeah. I was like, you didn't eat nothing. Mm-mm, just rice, which is why. Just porridge. Just did, all did, did to you my even thighs. like porridge? Uh, no. It's crazy. You Nothing. What I'm all that stuff just that's why it I'm took you years to now. like all that stuff. I mean, and, but I'm when I went to college though, that's when I realized I was like, you know what, American food ain't really all that. Because you start eating that, I was like, no wonder. I would eat some of that stuff, and I'm like, why am I getting heartburn? Uh oh, no heartburn. Oh yeah, because you know when you mix when it's all. I mean, I was a football player too. Yeah. So I was eating a lot, so it's just like I was just stuffing my face. But. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a um, kitchen when I was in college, my freshman year. I, I imagine so. so I was um, I was eating the food that my mama brought for me, and then when I would run out of that food, I would prepare my own food. So I mean, like not to say that I was not in the dining hall, but like. I was not in the dining hall like that. You know, some days you go to the dining hall and, and the only thing you can really stomach is a bowl of cereal because ain't nothing Especially in there for the you weekends. to eat. I don't even think we really went to the dining hall on the weekends because it was rarely open. Like the hours are really weird. Yeah, was that like that, that for a, you? When I had a football games in the morning, we go bright and early in the morning. When I tell you I would play ev- almost every football game of the season. On an empty stomach? On an empty stomach. That's unfortunate. Man, you don't want no damn eggs that come out of a carton. Then they're giving you this either. For one, I don't like eating stuff that's going to like slow It's like down. powdered eggs and they like mix them with water. Shake it up, shake it yeah. up, shake it up and put it on. Uh, then you have them oily ass. Um, I don't know. Because you know me, I've always been like a. For as long as I've known myself, I've always been a pretty healthy eater. Even when I was a kid, like I used to eat salads all the time. Mm-hmm. Used to eat, I used to stay eating all the fruit in the house. So like when I got to college, I used to be like, this shit is trash. And I'm that. And that's why, like, some of the times I feel like I've gotten a lot of my stomach problems now, is because like I introduced something to my body that it shouldn't have been introduced to it, which mm. is just all this processed ass food every day. Yeah, because I never used to eat like that. So that's why when we do these cleanses or when I, because you know I'll, the only thing I eat really processed heavy is snacks. And I'm yeah. talking about chips, mm-hmm. um, cookies. That's it. You always catch me snacking on something. But other than that, I'm not trying to eat no damn chicken wings 24-7 or have some hash browns that are- Whoa, leave chicken wings out of this. But I don't want to eat all the time. Okay. 
hash browns. But yeah, I played football. A lot of my games, I played hungry as hell. Sorry. Cause I would just try to eat as much fruit as I could, or I'd have some cereal. That's mm. it. Or some toast. You can't really yeah. mess up toast. Well, sometimes it gets burnt. Of course. It's an analogy for life. Sometimes it can. So back to the topic at hand, hospitality. Do you feel like hospitality is a front? Do you feel like sometimes it can be fake? Or do you think people are naturally hospitable? Um, when I look at our own culture, I feel like sometimes. That's what I was tying it back to. Yeah, sometimes it's a big ass front. Uh oh, because mom was ready for that man to go. Of course, but she was still being nice. To she was she was still being nice to some to a certain extent, but just like Deji was being petty, I felt like she was doing some petty stuff. Too. <laughs> like she might have burnt a couple of his, you know. Yeah, but might, I, gave gave him the rice at the bottom of the bo- uh, yeah, uh, the bottom of the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the know, pot. Yeah, you know what? You know, I, if I could strictly didn't give think him the big piece Nigerian of chicken culture, yes, because I don't think any. I don't. I want. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that we're not nice, but it's like we're nice to an extent. Of course. Everyone is. Of course. And I feel like that's something that you have to learn as a person. But in Nigerian culture, they don't hide that shit from you. They'll just be like, look, I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah. you need to you need to go. You need to do whatever you need to do. And you <laughs> you need to you need to leave. <laughs> they just be saving face, which is so crazy yeah. to me because dad is mean as hell. But when he be having his guests over, he be turning over a new leaf. We used to have this one uncle that would come over. Like he would come. Still do. He came over like two. Before no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about uncle uncle Remy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He would come over like every summer and stay for like a week or two, two weeks, three weeks, and it was no pressure. But then my dad would flip and act like he was the nicest guy in the world. That's the that was the best time yeah. to ask him for something if you that needed shit something. Was crazy because he'd be taking. I used to be like, "Yo, you really try to show up to this bad hug." And the crazy thing is, his friend used to call him out on his shit. Like he was being oh cheap. Oh my god, he was they being used cheap to be one day. Discussion for hours. My dad was being cheap one day, which is most days. <laughs> and my friend, my dad's friend, was like, ah, "This this guy is so cheap." <laughs> I looked at him. I said, "I'm not agreeing. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just." I'm just here for the conversation. Hey, he used to be, they used to be talking for hours, and Dad could not, he would be trying to explain himself. I used to be like, "Son, like, you, oh, this guy is so cheap. You live in America, and you are you are living like this." I would be like, this "Well, not wrong." Hey, if you want to be my new dad, I ain't, ain't no pressure. Man, this is when we were young, so super young. But I mean, he's always been a cheap man. We know this to to the extreme. I don't know. But the best time to ask him for things was when he had guests over. Man. Question. All right, shoot. Um, so you've been kicked out of the house a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How what? did that make you feel about your home? Um, and the idea of home. Damn, that's a t- I guess. I mean, I've thought about this. So to Yemi's point, um. And how were you? I've been kicked out of the hills. I've been kicked out of the house three or four times. Yes. Um, That's a lot. First two times? I think every time was one might have been going into high school. Mm. And then. You don't have to get into details. I just want to know, like. No, no, I'm just saying. I think they were either. They were from the time I was 14 to either 17. Yeah, you were in high school for sure. Um. And how did it make me feel? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 
as I got older, I, I and like, re- how do you reason with that? Like now that you're an adult and then in the moment, how do you reason with like being kicked out of the place that you call home, even though it wasn't never, it was never longer yeah, than a like question. a couple hours. Cause it's not something I actually think about all the and time. And that's not the ghetto intellectual question, but um, that's just maybe cause I'm, I mean, I probably don't think about it because I mean, it was traumatic. Was it? Uh, I mean, yeah. Why would you want to, your own parents is kicking you out, but, um, it's like it's never like you had to pack a bag or anything. Like no, they would just be like, "Don't come home for a few days and figure it out." <laughs> As if that's a proper way to deal with your sixteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old child. Yeah, like, just, you know, you what book out. did you read that in? Yeah, like, like what the like, fuck? <laughs> Cleve, Cleve Hip Huxley never did that to Theo. Yeah, exactly. So, but we don't want to. He don't want to be Doctor Cosby. Definitely not. He's not even close. It's okay. So, yeah, because yeah, Dr. Crosby was a great man. Now, Bill, Bill. Crosby was a different individual. Um, Huxtable was his, his name. You're right. Name. Um, whatever, Huxtable. Dr. Huxtable. Dr. Huxtable. Heathcliff Huxtable. Heathcliff Huxtable. Yes. Black as fuck. <laughs> um, so, if I was to answer that question succinctly, I would say that you just get... Big words today. You would just get... You just get to the standpoint where... It don't really matter where you are in life. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you... I told you, everywhere you are, you just make it your home. Now, flip side to that, um, you don't necessarily feel comfortable in your own home. Yeah. Because you are always on edge. Mm -hmm. Which, at times, if I look at that, like, and how I talk to my parents, I can see how some of the times that may be projected upon them because I'm like, y'all did this to me and y'all felt like it was okay. Yeah. But not because I'm mad at them, but it's just like... Y'all really wild because if I would have gotten into something, that would have been y'all fault. It would have been on you. I just think it's really weird to like, like, and this goes back to the point that I, that I usually make or that I talk about. Like, I don't want to have to give a reason to say sorry for things. Sure, You know, like I just want to be very proactive in life Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to say sorry. Not because I don't want to, Mm -hmm. or I don't feel comfortable with saying sorry because we all make mistakes, but I feel like there's certain mistakes and there's there's certain actions that you you don't necessarily have to do yeah to get to the point to where you have to you and know to this day they still haven't apologized i don't think they ever will if and you're if, looking for an apology from your nigerian parents for something that they did they're not gonna give it to you they're not gonna give it to you and if they do god bless you. they are probably some of the most humble individuals emotionally ever in like intelligent. intelligent yeah you will tell your parents that they did something and it made you feel some type of way and they will act like they didn't yeah the other day deji was like joking with me and he called me a bastard and my mama was in the room or she was in the next room and she heard i looked at mom and i said did you hear him she was like well you should tell him to go and look who is look at who his father is i said well that's funny but where do you think he learned that from where do you think he learned to, to call people bastards from of course i was like you girl she was like me I was like, girl, don't try to sit up here and act like you ain't ever called Deji a bastard before. She ain't never called me a bastard. No. But I said, you better you better not sit up here and act like you ain't ever called Deji a bastard before because he told me. So, Y'all remember a time that motherfuckers was calling me every day in the book for I said, not my brother. For Deji. years. <laughs> this one? No, they're funny. They, they're funny individuals. They just don't want to walk back anything. But that's typical. But that's life. When you that's, make bad decisions, you don't necessarily want to relive them. Or when but you that's make, terrible. Because that's what everybody do. You can't walk away from the hurt you've caused. Well, I think honestly, because if we're being if we're being frank, like our father doesn't really speak to us. Sure. Like we all live in the same home, but he he keeps conversation to a very minimal 
I don't even say hello to them. How are you? Yeah. Sometimes if I don't feel like it, I won't. But um, I think that, you know, there's there's there comes a point where you start to see that your kids are smart, like not even smart, but they they got you figured out. Of course. And if you were to speak to them about the things that they do, they're not going to have the same reaction that they would have when they were 10 of course or even 16 getting kicked out the house right so like if dad was trying to you know make a ploy to get you kicked out the house now which he's done in your older age how did you react to that like oh i said go i said call the police (laughs) (laughs) i said i said go ahead you go you go give your son a record and then i can't get a job go ahead call the police do it right now i actually threatened him I said, and then, so now his, his reasoning for not speaking to us is because you insulted him and he doesn't want to be insulted by you again in his own house and i said i said can you can you can you tell me what i said to you no said, but that's a story for a different day right now we talk about hospitality 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 or hospitable is the word you're looking yes, for yes yes we're talking about that so um, it mm. it does it exist with nigerian people yes it it's does. just selective of course, that's the answer to that. Tune is very hot. Anybody that oh, yeah, has Tune gone to Tune's house, yeah, they're hospitable. always like, "Wow, Tune has a wonderful home. I love mm-hmm. the energy. I love the vibe there. Like he's, he's he makes Wano me feel well. so welcome." They're, they're both like very yeah, hospitable. yeah. They yeah, just need they, the kids to grow up so that they can actually start doing what they need to do. They need to what? They're, so they can actually start doing what they need to. What do. What did you say that before that? They need to let the kids grow up. So oh they, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they they're not really able to do the things they would want to do in the home. Because you know what I've learned. Kids are exhausting. Yeah, they are. Especially in those first few years. And if you have them around the same time, y'all some real ones. I mean, you know, watching my brother have kids, I'm cool on kids for another decade, to be real honest mm. with you. And I'm 27. So mm. I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm not in no rush to have children. 37 I, having children. Your parents were three years younger when they had you. And look at them now. They still are walking around having lively lives. They just choose to choose to do nothing. Oh, okay. So would you rather be 60 with kids, with fully grown kids, or would you rather... Because think about that, Yabby. You have your kids at 34, 25, 27. You're 60. Okay, that's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll write it. So what's, what's the, adding three more years to that? Whatever. I well, mean, you just I saying mean, that because you're a man and you don't have a biological clock that's ticking. Sure. So, but life life continues. Of course. So, do you have any last wrap-ups on the home and hospitality, home and house? Yeah, we never really talked you never really talked about what makes you feel at home. Um and some of your experiences and memories related to this house and how it affected you. This would that be interesting insight. I've always, well, not always, but as I gotten older, I, I just told, it was like a situation where, you know, I don't really remember the, 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 the particulars of the situation, but that's really where I was like, this is not a home. This is just a house. Like, this mm-hmm. is literally just the space that we live in. And I'm going to need y'all to get it together long enough for me to get my stuff together so that I don't fall flat on my, on my ass. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. But yeah, like literally like this isn't we we haven't built as a family unit as the people that, you know, all share some sort of the same DNA. We don't function as in this we don't function in this place as as a home. It's literally just a space. 
Like, honestly, it's a storage unit, if we're being honest. Certain parts of it is literally storage mm-hmm. because our parents have a problem with throwing things away. Mm-hmm. So we hoard a lot of stuff and, like, it doesn't make for a comfortable living space. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we've created this, but even still, we have things that we need to get rid of. Yeah, but that's and, just, that's what happens whenever you redo a, a whole entire room. Yeah. It just takes time. But we have a dry, we have a, a washer in our garage that's been there since we moved into this house. Yeah, that's from our condominium. From when we used to live in Chicago. So, like, I think that that kind of has a lot to do with, like, we can't let shit go and move forward. I know. Oh. That might be why I'm trying to declutter my life right now. I'm trying to, I'm really, like, being in Minimalistic. Not even the, 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 the idea Mm -hmm. of just discarding and letting shit go. It's too much stuff. Man, I'm looking at some of the shit I've been holding on to, like past relationships. Mm. Let that shit go. You definitely need to do that. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. But I'm saying I have. Okay. But I'm saying that process of that super therapeutic Yeah. to the point where you don't be worried. That's why I told you I don't worry about a lot no more because I'm in the phase of like, shit, if it happened, so be it. I'm on to the next. Literally like I'm floating on the cloud. I'm in the phase of letting go. I don't give a fuck what we had. Since we're in the spirit of letting go. <laughs> Can you let go of this clothes combination that you have? This He has on a three-quarter zip-up with a hoodie underneath. This is fire. If anybody saw this fit, they'd be like, you rocking. A three-quarter zip-up with a hoodie underneath? Yummy, this is fire. Stop it. Yummy. We all know let, I know how to dress. Let go of that. Let go of that. I'm a, I know how to dress. You, be that. A, you see, we going to have a segment where it's called Daisy's Fashion, or we going call, to call it... Fits. Fashionable fits. So there we go. Or something like that. You know, or like something like... It could be a play on words, but anything that I put together usually works. You know what I'm Let saying? go of this combination, though. This combination is fire. I'm just because I'm, I'm saying, also killing it. Take a picture of yourself and then we are gonna post it on Instagram. And let you could do that, sure. Because I, I, I think this fit. But yeah, good. we have a problem with letting go. I mean, I also have a problem with letting go. I have every single like math packet, notebook, worksheet uh, that I had when I was in college somewhere in the in the garage. Like every single sheet of paper that I've That's collected, wild. but you never know when you might need it. I like I like no, math, you'll, you'll never so no, oh, I never will. You have, YouTube. and I'll never, yeah, I'll never need to have yeah, the actual yeah. notes. But you never know. I think that like having the notes is also good. But I just have them. Like I literally have them in the garage somewhere. That's papers. why I said letting go is such a is an intoxicating feeling. So when I got the paper, I shredder, won't feel that way if I let go of these papers, though. I I when I when I got the paper shredder, it was like one of the best investments Ooh. I ever had. Because now I'm They need like, one for like memories, bad memories. Like man. shred them and just let them go. But I feel like I've always done that. Whenever like I've had really bad memories. I just put them on my head. Put them at the back of my head. Put them on my head. I, I just forget about them. I, and mm-hmm. then when somebody, I'll be like, oh damn, that happened? Yeah, that'd be me. I really be I'd be like, I don't, I don't recall it happening like that. Well, we know. I'll be having to tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. That's because when it's a bad And then inter- you call me a liar. Or that you try to tell me that's not how No, it it's not that. It's so just, are you admitting now that you know? No, it's not it's oh. not it's not about me admitting, but you have to realize how the human brain works. Mm-hmm. So like in, in inevitably all of we are all living in our own realities and we all have our own truths and we all remember the situation, right? So in that But my truth and the actual reality usually line up when it comes to all i'm saying is that look i'm very quick to forgive and forget that's always one thing i have been yeah you're very forgetful yeah (laughs) i'm very forgiving but once i forget hey man i don't care i'm telling you i don't care what happened i'll be like oh really word my bad Uh, i apologize let's keep it moving yeah you know because that's all you can do you just you you change behavior great so back to me because we were talking about me yes turned it on to you um 
yeah so basically just letting go that's crazy how we could be talking about me and Deji gonna make it I never do that I actually love talking about you you should ask people about talk about you all the time it's crazy see how motherfuckers play you anyway so yeah so home for me is just kind of like it is what it is I just I just live here so what would your home be when you get the chance to do it well I want a high rise condo I don't want to have to pay anybody's rent so I want a condo be paying a mortgage but at least that money is appreciating in value okay um an island a big island in my condo so big for our for a condo right i want bar stools i want a mounted tv i want um like minimalistic minimalistic yeah I need two bedrooms. Yeah, but you're just describing. A home is what you curate. Oh, okay. So the difference between a house is exactly what you put. The heat has to work. The space Mm -hmm. is what you're saying. The space, that's all aesthetically pleasing. But Mm -hmm. a home Mm -hmm. is the the feeling that you get. Is the feeling that you have. I would hope that it feels warm physically in temperature and in in body and spirit and and all the things. Just because I hate the cold. Um, but I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I've only really thought about like, I I would love to host. I think that that would be great, but like, um, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say only hosting and, and then there's a set time for this to be over (laughs) so you can come, but 1130, you need to be wrapping it up because I'm gonna get ready for bed and I'm gonna get into bed. Sure. If you decide to stay in the living room. Yeah, see, I'd be the host. I'd be like, eh, I'm going to go to bed, but y'all just lock the door on your way out. And then that's when all your stuff go missing. So I don't know. I have to I have to think more about what some, home is for me. I would never have people me. that I wouldn't trust in my home. Exactly. That's true. But um, so what I so what I would say to that is I because I didn't grow up, you know, knowing exactly what home is, it's kind of hard for me to put that into. Yeah, that's something you got to think about. Yeah. So. So then, earliest memory that made this place that you call a house a home? I'm not there because I don't think that. I mean, like I said, this is just like. So you haven't had one moment throughout your childhood that you're like, oh, okay, I feel at home. Because it doesn't have to be the space; it could be a moment. Yes, I do have a moment that that will go down in this house's history. But that's the story that we have to say for a different day. It's the story with Sunday and in the skunk. So. Oh yeah. That that kind of solidifies. I mean, like when I think about like a lot of the stuff that has happened in this home, a lot of it isn't positive. Like a lot of the things that I feel not. like shook shook me, they yeah. weren't they weren't positive things, and they happened in this house. Yeah, this this house definitely was made to break us, and mm, here we stand. Okay, you know All what I'm right. saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm our, like, it was. Our, I mean, I'm grateful that I had a structure that course. that supported me. But I just feel like, for me personally, because I'm, I can only speak to my personal experience. And people would be like, "Well, bitch, you live in the suburbs. How?" how I'm telling you, shit ain't sweet. Shit ain't always sweet. Excuse yeah. my language. Most definitely. But I think that yeah, I think that there's like I don't really have too many great memories. I don't either. So yeah, you most know, they, of them they, are. They say he got kicked out the house more than more than once. So, you know, I mean, you how can th- your house be your home if somebody can just so easily take that away from you? You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have no stability. And that's the thing that like... And you have to walk on eggshells when you're in the house because whatever your parents are going through that day could 
come Affected. back on you. It right? always does. Projection. It always did it. It did. And that's the energy in the home too. I tell people that all the time. Like the reason why I be going from like, oh, I could be the most happy-go-lucky person um, to, to not is because of that reason. Yeah. Um, you could be in a good mood and then your parents could come home on some fuck shit and then take that out on you. Yeah. Or the reason like both of us, we just, we just have, we just both don't give a fuck yeah to be honest Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are really turned off by that they're like and i'm worse than you oh you're way worse yeah mine is because that day please don't disrespect me no no it's not okay because you said you're way worse you know no no i don't mean that it's yours is just more blatant because like for me at least i'll still give people that kiki and haha and softness but then i don't have none of that for nobody nobody yeah exactly but but i do that to people that i mess with and then when i give them that energy be like yo dog what the hell just happened you know what i'm saying yeah and I'd be like, hey, you know, I have, but you know, this this house made us very mentally strong. Yeah, is the way I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. There's not really anything in life that phases me, and that's a good thing because you know life is going to continue to throw curveballs at us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I need a point in my life where I can, you know, relax because yeah. when you've been on edge for this long, it's not good for your health. That's what I'd be trying to tell people. So hopefully, your your next home or your forever home will be a place where you can relax. Of course. Amen. Of course. And home isn't necessarily a structure. It's not a place. Never it's, was. It could be a state of mind. Of course. It could be peace. That's why I'm working on it up here. Yeah. That's I've why been, you go to therapy. Be, because what I realized is that like I create, you know, that's how you stop getting in your own way, right? Is I don't play the play the blame game, but when you yourself create the things that you need in order to stay calm and be peaceful, guess what? Ain't nobody gonna rock you off your center. I'm telling you right nobody now. Nobody gonna talk, throw you off your square. That's you what see? they be saying that your square. But also, it helps that every day I wake up and I punch a, a hundred pound bag. Ooh, and, talk about it. We are gonna talk about that in another that episode. Shit, that shit really has been really transformational. I'm not Amen. gonna say. It. I'm uh, glad that I. Um, I'm glad that you. Mm-hmm. You know, it took it took the one that didn't always have the most initiative to get us to do. Uh, excuse Deji. Can we? <laughs> cut the episode right now what you what you're not gonna do i'm not you gotta let me finish what i went to rephrase what i was saying is you're right rephrase it it took the one who is the most timid and meekness to actually be like hey listen meek and timid and me don't in in the same but in the sense that of like yeah, I mean, I told you. I'd this. rather you just say it the way you was gonna. Say I was it gonna say it like me. this. Yeah, before it you took, called me meek it and took, timid. It took. You know what? You're right. I'll say it like this. It took for you to want turn things in your life. Absolutely. For you to be like, in order for me to get it, I have to. Ding ding ding. I have to. I have to go out and get it. But Absolutely. more importantly, it's the belief that I have in myself. Absolutely. And I so have... when someone try to come home and <laughs> eat my motherfucking salmon. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> eat your motherfucking. Salmon. Yes. <laughs> When I go out and I go buy some motherfucking salmon <laughs> and I come home and you you got it laid out like you about to cook it, you see how I feel, you see, you see where the process is. I'm glad that you came to the realization. <laughs> they, the listeners like, what's going on? They, I went to the grocery store and I bought some salmon and I was going to prepare. Yeah, ain't nobody eat your damn butt. You ain't, you ain't eat it yet, but you had every intention on eating it. Let <laughs> no, me tell the story to the people because people probably want to know. I went to the grocery store. Actually, I was out doing my laundry. <laughs> okay. Then I went to the grocery store and bought some salmon because I was going to prepare it to eat. I come home. Well, no, yeah, I came home, put it in the freezer. Today, when I was in my room working, you know, getting ready for the day, um, I come downstairs and I see that the salmon is out to thaw. I said, excuse me, is this me? I didn't do this. 
come to find out, it's Dage doing it. He said, "I'm finna eat some salmon today." Is that what you? That's that's what you thought you was gonna do. You thought you was gonna eat. The I salmon definitely was gonna eat. The, you thought you was gonna eat. I the was gonna have make some fish tacos today. I still have for to make some fish tacos. Absolutely, do it with the other fish that's in the fridge. Don't do it with the salmon that I bought. But I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. I am calorie deficient, and I am protein, protein, protein. I'm keeping. I'm up in my protein. Sure. So you can't be eating everybody's salmon when when you know I'm on a diet. So that's 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 where the background for that story is. But I'm glad that you said that. So now you know the madness to the method behind the method behind my madness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm, amen. Mm-hmm. So like And you said, also feel more encouraged when you have other people who are willing to do it with you. That has nothing to do with me in my diet though. So that doesn't. I mean, again, I talked about this. Me and Yemi, we can eat different things and still achieve the same result. He thinks that everything is a comparison. No, I don't us. think everything it's not. is. Not. But home. I don't think everything is a comparison. Let's wrap it up. Home. It has already been wrapped up. It's already been wrapped up. We said a home feeling. That's it. It's a feeling. Amen. Great. And we are cultivating that space as of now. I'm not sure what home looks like for me yet. I don't, it don't, you don't but when no sure because it's always changing it's it's always evolving. i think it's i think that's the problem is that we think home needs to look like something and it really because it's a structure right like when you think about a house a house is a building it's a foundation but right? it's like it's like love right bro mm. you know when you feel love mm-hmm. you don't you don't try to in picture all these things of love right you'll know when yeah you, you know. you'll know that's that's what they always say right so a house is a foundation a home is is a, the idea yeah exactly exactly and our foundation has never really been solid so Hell that's kind no. of like Mother, we've been working on quicksand well <laughs> let's just hope that it's just working and we're not actually on it yeah, so exactly we're gonna get into the next our next um segment, segment that mm-hmm. we have for the show um uh, we don't have no deji deciphers this week because i've I've um, decided to choose peace and <laughs> refrain from texting Deji. So I don't have a Deji Deciphers, or he doesn't have a Deji Deciphers this week, but I do have a Things I Send Deji on Twitter. And this this week's Things I Send Deji on Twitter is a tweet that goes as following. You buy a Nintendo Switch and become obsessed with it for three weeks and forget it exists for two months and then repeat that all over again. Why do you think I sent you that? Because when we got the Switch, it was on that motherfucker repeatedly. Absolutely. Honestly, Absolutely. I've never played video games until I had that Switch because I was reliving my childhood because we had the GameCube. So you wasn't playing your Xbox? I haven't played my Xbox in a minute. Okay. But actually, I haven't played my Xbox in almost a year and some change. Mm. But uh, you had an Xbox. But I still have an Xbox. Okay. But I used it for the streaming services. Oh, okay. Which I no longer need because I got a smart TV. Because you got a smart TV? Um. But yeah, and now my Switch is collecting dust, and I'm like... Mine is definitely collecting dust. But then I'm like, I know I'm going to play it again. It's just in phases, right? Yeah, so it got its money's worth, if you think exactly about it. And we got it for a kind of a discount, I think. No, we definitely got it for a discount. Yeah, we, we bought them from some guy off of Facebook, and I was I was pretty weary, because I was like... Yeah, I don't know if I could trust Facebook Marketplace. That's the one. I was like, mm, this seems like a scam. And the then f- just like the process of having to get it, like you have to meet the person, yep. it just doesn't really seem like a very safe... I don't like the ways, but it's... Yeah. It get, I sold a pair of shoes that way on OfferUp, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, but the whole I time, whole... I was prepared. You know, I had Switchblade, all that stuff. Oh, really? Yes, of course. And what was you going to do with it? I was going to use it to protect myself. Okay, pull it out if you need yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just don't like it. I mean, one time I sold a speaker to this guy off of um, off of Facebook, I think, and I had I made Deji come with me. Oh, the Sonos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so yeah, that was that was that. But really, like we we bought them switches right when the pandemic had started, mm-hmm. um, and then we were playing them really heavy, and then things trickled out, and now 
I could probably still beat you in Super Smash Brothers, but yeah, I mean, you never actually did beat me. Actually, I did when I used to play with that one girl. No, you never beat me. I don't even know what the fuck her name is, but I used to beat you. Yeah, I mean, you never beat me. Same thing with Mario Kart. The thing about me is, whenever I want to get back to being good at video games, just, it's just not really. I'm not really. It's I, not the really coordination. It doesn't really work for me, but I try. It's okay. You know, we're not all good. You better at being a DJ. A lot of a lot of other things. You know, DJ. I'm better at a lot of other things than you. Sure, you can but it's not a competition. Like I said, I don't want us to be comparing each other. I wasn't going to go that. Then Deju, I, I was just going to say sure. You start, you start saying that, then Deju would say, "Yummy, I did everything we're just for very, you. I'm better we're than both you. multifaceted people, which means we're good at a lot of different things." Amen. So I do have a ghetto intellectual question for you this week. Sure. And in the spirit of Black History Month, hopefully mm-hmm. y'all hear this, and it's still Black History Month. Um, well, we uh, only missed a week. I was going to say I don't know our editor. He likes to take his time with putting out the episodes, but anyway. No, I'm pretty consistent. Excuse me, they didn't even know it was you until and you routinely, said I. Routinely, who else would it be? Uh, it could have been anybody. We don't get. I don't be giving nobody else the pro, the, the 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 props. Anyway, the ghetto intellectual question of this week has to do with black people, okay. and I'm and I'm gonna continue to do this during Black History Month. Hopefully, if we record a couple more episodes, we should. We will. I'm gonna have more black 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 related um, history questions. My sure. ghetto intellectual question for this week is remixes. What about them? Can a song? be an official remix if the artist on the song keeps their verse the same and just adds another person to the song is that a remix yeah i don't even think that's a debate what is that a remix so so okay a remix right we could say that the song that jacques just did uh land of the free or whatever which is a terrible song it's not a terrible song i really think jacques jacques slid on that I really, I really made good music. The land of the free. I saw you bobbing your head when we was in the car. It's a catchy song. No, I was coughing. I wasn't yeah, I mean, it's a decent song. But anyways, uh, I think yes, because just a remix is just an addition. And you don't have to actually remix the song, right? It's not a remix. Remix to ignition. Okay, I'm in love there was with actually a, no pre-ignition. I think. I think they just came out with the remix. Love, too. I'm in love with a stripper remix. And Every, they had new verses. They added verses. That's what you said. And they and and T Pain had a new verse. T Pain did it. No, Paul Wall, Twister. T Pain's verse was different. His actual verse was different. The chorus was the same, but the actual verse was different. What I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying. This is why I asked this question. If it's gonna be a remix, make it a remix. If I, if you. Just add an extra what song person. Did, what song do you know was, that was a remix that all they did was add a person? This song um, by Sebastian Mikkel. Yeah, yeah. made a remix to Time, which is one of my favorite songs. It's probably one of my most streamed songs. Time? Listen to it. What? Of, um, How does it go? Ain't she something? Something, something with a head in. I can't remember the lyrics, but <laughs> it's one of my most streamed songs. Um... Our connection's more physical, it's level one, spiritual, and that's just how my heart is one. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Babe, we'll follow you. Okay, yeah, I know I that feel song. like I got one. Yeah. Then I can show my mind. Yeah. So, yeah, that song, he did, I was hyped. I was, like, literally, I played that song on repeat. Like, it probably would have been my number one song, but I listened to it more on YouTube and Spotify can't track YouTube. Either way, he came out with a remix with Kirby. And he was singing the same verse, 
and she just came in with her verse. I said, this is not a remix. But that is a remix because you just said they added a he. She added a verse. I don't think so. That's not a remix. A, a remix is when they used to take songs and they used to flip them like they used to do in the nineties. Sure. In the nineties and the early two thousands, they used to take a song. Okay. Like Honey, the Honey remix, mm-hmm. a whole new song, a whole like a a beat. The difference is everything is you know. That's what a remix is. So black people during Black History Month. I don't think so. I think to be honest with you, I think adding a verse makes it a remix because the song is not the same. Okay, it's like that's an, your it's, opinion. It's like an You're amendment. You're entitled to it. It's like an amendment. The contracts stay the same, but when you amend something in the contract, you're only changing a part of the overall contract. Or like, okay, I mean that's my ghetto intellectual answer for Black History. Month? I'm telling you that yeah, it can most certainly be a remix. That's my ghetto intellectual. That's sure you can have, and that. then yours is wrong, but it's, it's not. It's it can't never be because it's opinion based. That's completely subjective. I think that it can be because you know I'm in love with a stripper. She's and he did a whole new verse. I'm telling you, you can't remix the song and not do I wish I knew all the remixes in the world but I, I I don't be recalling music like that off the top of my head but let's conclude the show okay otherwise we're gonna be talking about this all freaking week um I should say all freaking episode alright so here's a conclusion um final thoughts Yummy. um I feel like I've been trying to wrap up the the, the, the talking segment for the while for, for the longest time now okay the the home hospitality. I That's feel fine. like I was trying to wrap that up a, a while ago. So I feel like everything I needed to say, I said. Um, you know, just hope that in the future I can create something that looks like an ideal home for me. But I don't know what that is yet. So that's a conclusion I would say for me. I would... And remixes need new verses. Sure, you can have that. I, and won't, I, even, I won't even. I won't even fight you on and, that. And. I've beat Deji and Smash Brothers before. So. I didn't say you never beat me. I just said that I beat you more often than you beat me, than you proposed to. Have I feel me. like this is the law of averages. It's not. I think so. It's really not. If you flip a coin so many times, sure, you will see that they will come to fifty percent heads and fifty percent tails. And this is why I need to keep all of those pieces of paper that I have in the garage no. because one day I might have to reference the the law of averages no. you can and I just, need the notes to be able Google to do it. that. You can Google it. So that's my conclusion. You can Google it. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Because I'm not going to refute you. Deji needs to stop wearing this shirt combination. Yummy, this is fire. You're Bro, cold, you're a hater. I know for a fact this is a fit. If you're cold, Find something else. Yummy to wear. Just, get a thicker Yummy just or doesn't get a thicker believe three quarter zip up. The thing Don't about my fashion and my style is that I take risk. You know, I do a lot of you things. You be risky. A lot of things that other people would and not do. And you have on jeans and they're cuffed at the bottom. Correct. In your own home. Of course. Deji's chilling in jeans in his own home. No, because I, I was I was expecting to go out today. And you didn't leave the house. So the moment But I you still do, might go out because, you know, it's still early in the. The moment you knew that you were not leaving the house, why didn't you change? Because that's a lot of, of work. It's a lot of jeans. A lot of work. work. To, to I've, you see me sleep in jeans. I, I, what? I sleep in jeans. And that's another problem that you have is sleeping in jeans. No, it's just I don't need. I'm comfortable in anything. Okay, well if, that's that's a good thing. If you're comfortable in anything, that's great because guess what? You can be comfortable anywhere, which means that your home can be anywhere. Can be anywhere. Yeah. Boom. Let's wrap it up. 
<laughs> did you have a conclusion that you want to make? Because I'm ready to tell people where they can follow us and where they can find us. Uh, no, that was it. I mean, I was just going to say that home is wherever you make it. And Amen. That's, and that's always what it needs to Anywhere be. Anywhere you can sleep in jinx. So make sure y'all follow us on all of our social medias and tell a friend to listen to the podcast. If you like it, somebody else surely should. Yes. This is the Nothing But A G Thing podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G, B. A G T, those are capital. B A G T, those are capital. My personal social medias is Suki G's. That's on Instagram and Twitter. S U K I G W E Z. Did you? Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter and IG under Spirited Oh God. That's spelled S P I R I T E D. Um, and on IG it's underscore Oga O G A. And Twitter is all one word, still O G A. O'Shea, tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Thank you. Most definitely. Shout out to Newsly. Y'all keep it lovely. Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death broke is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand.